GrowingYourLifePodcast.com. Are you struggling? Do you have goals? Do you want to get in better shape for a mountain's weight? Do you have a job or career aspiration? Do you want to move up? Are you establishing a company? You need motivation, mind, body, and spirit. Achieve that and much more. A hearty welcome to Growing Your Life. Motivation free for all. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Cookman Digital Media, your culture's edge. Motivation Mixtape Volume 3, Biggest Discourages in Your Life. We all ask why we should work this hard, why take that many classes, why go to school that many years, you know, why take the notes, why read the book. Your better future is a dream for yourself and for your family. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? What do you want to be? What do you want to see? You've got to dream dreams. There's a Bible phrase that says, without dreams and visions, people perish. Why work that hard? Why put yourself through the push-ups and the disciplines? Why? Good question, why? Don't lose your dreams. Do some dreaming. That's long-range goals. You've got to have those. So that's number one. Here's the second part of goals, short-range. Short-range goals, that's your goals for tomorrow, this week, this month, this year, the immediate future. We call these confidence builders. Best answer to why, I think, is the second question. Why not? Because if you set up something short-range, go for it, get it, latch on to it, work hard, accomplish it. That starts building your strong feelings to go for your dream. Why not see what you can make of yourself? Why not see how far you can go, how much you can see? how much you can earn, how much you can share. Why not? Bite. What a way to live safe and secure. Don't ask for security. Ask for adventure. Why not see how many books you can read, how many classes you can take, how many skills you can develop? Better to live 30 years full of adventure than 100 years safe in the corner. Why not see how valuable you can become to the marketplace, to your friends, and to your family? You can have more than you've got because you can become more than you are. And of course, the other side of the coin reads, unless you change how you are, you'll always have what you got. Why not see what you can make of yourself? Why not see how far you can go, how much you can see? Income does not far exceed personal development. How much you can earn, how much you can share. What is a king in my mind? And these are just expressions. A king is a man who just outclasses other guys. Um, most other guys are just kind of trying to get through the day. They're trying to just amuse themselves with little random diversions to get the day done. A guy who's a king is on his purpose. He knows what he wants out of life. He knows what vibe he wants around him. He has a good sense of personal boundaries. He knows what he's doing here. It's a cut above. You're somebody who likes what he does for a living. And if you don't, you're taking steps towards getting to a point where you do. You're fun, you're happy, you smile, you know, you enjoy the little things, you can stop and smell the fucking roses, you're not all stressed. It's really about the ecosystem that you build around yourself. You gotta build it, and it's not gonna build itself. These things do not build themselves. 
for me, life is about, again, like I said, building yourself up. And what it really comes down to in the end, you want to know what it actually is? Honestly, contribution is Part of this journey is when you see an opportunity, take fucking action. You align your full self towards the goal. You want to be what's called promotion-oriented and think of what can go right, not prevention-oriented. Because people think that they want to move up, but only part of them wants to move up. The other part of them wants to stay stagnant, so you got to think about that. To tell the size of a man by the size of his problems. Got a small man, his problems are very self-directed, very self-focused. People that are in pain, they can't think about contribution. So you want to think of that as like coping versus thriving. Coping, thriving. You're in protection or you're in progression. You know? And so you'll see guys where like, you know, when they're, when they're thinking, their entire thought process is on themselves. Why is that though? It's because they're in protection. It's because they are coping. They're coping through life in pain. They're in scarcity. So you want to think of yourself as an entity that has direction, good emotions, good people around you. What does that mean? There's a few different things. One is you've got to know who you are. Like, who am I as a person? What am I doing here? Like, that'd be the number one question I ask. Them. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not to fuck with your brain, but you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing here? You know, it's like, dude, you're lacking that true north, right? So what is your true north? A friend of mine uh, gave me some advice, and I forget the actual quote, but it basically said, embrace your life, it's pain, it's, it's sorrow, it's adversity. And I think that one of the things you realize as you get older is um, there's going to be bad days, there's going to be dark days, but you got to embrace it because that pain is what makes you stronger. It, success is not measured on the days when the sun shines. Success is measured on the dark, stormy, cloudy days. And if you can't absorb failure, you're never going to meet success. While the people are giving up, feeling like victims, feeling powerless, becoming negative, turning on each other, feeling that they can't make it, be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind with the mindset of that it's possible that I can find a new profession, a new job. It's possible. I can create a new life and it's necessary that I become actively involved in becoming a positive force in my life and on the planet. And it's me. Yes, it's you. And it's going to be hard. Easy is not an option. But if it's hard, we will do it hard. Whatever is required to snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. And it's worth it, yes. It's worth whatever we have to do. And once we know that, it is done. It is done. I want to talk to you today about overcoming weariness. As we go through life, one challenge we all have to face is with weariness. It's easy to get tired. Weary means to lose your sense of pleasure, to not feel the enjoyment that you should. You can have the job of your dreams. You worked hard to get it, but now weariness has set in. You're not passionate about it anymore. Sometimes, because the battle is taking longer than we thought, we become weary. When the difficulty is lasting longer than expected, we're working hard but not seeing increase, don't be weary in well-doing. 
That means you're doing the right thing, but not seeing right results. Does it seem like it's making a difference? Let me encourage you, your time is coming. How do you feel? How do you speak? What's your life like? Why? Because focus is controlled by questions. If you ask a different question continuously, not once, continuously, you will get a different answer. If you ask a lousy question, you get a lousy answer and a lousy state. Why does this always happen to me? It doesn't always happen to you, but the brain's like a computer. Ask it a question, it'll have to come up with an answer. Just stop and think about what's most important. Think about why you're here. What's the purpose of your life? Step out of the moment and into eternity. This is you, sleeping, dreaming but not achieving, wishing but never making it happen. How do you expect anything to come from no work, no drive, no motivation? It won't, unless you train yourself. There's going to be ups and there's going to be downs, but in any moment, every moment, there is a lesson and there is something to take from it. Whether it be a blessing or a lesson, take that and turn it into a vision and a tool to get you one step closer to becoming who or what you want it to be. Just don't be a wannabe. Be who you were meant to be. Great. Original. Sleeping is only a temporary fix to get a glimpse of the dream you were trying to wish for. But that door is staring you right in the face, but you're too busy trying to race a race that potentially will only be a chase that will put you back into last place. Your mind's out of space, you're tired, you're weak. So you go to sleep thinking, I can't do this. I can never make it. You don't understand, but that's where you're wrong because I was one of them. I understand to lose motivation, to not wanting to do it because I was afraid, to letting all the things that happened to me take me down and never getting back up. It's time to wake up. When you stop sleeping and you start believing, that's when you start achieving what you've been dreaming about. You gotta wake up. You've got to do this for yourself because no one else is going to do it for you. You have to push through even when everything is holding you down. What I'm telling you is not a joke. Stay woke. Hope for tomorrow. Sometimes the problem is the methods of trying to get respect. The problem is the ways of trying to be cool and hip. The problem is the avenues of trying to be different. All of you have choices, and your choices will determine your outcome. Your outcome does not have to be negative. Your outcome can be a positive one. Your methods can lead to a good life. Your ways can lead to a rewarding life. Your avenues can lead to a successful life.
You may just want a simple life, which is absolutely okay. Success is relative. Your ideal of success may be different than someone else's. Either way, live for success. Some of you may want the best that life can offer. The reality is you are no closer to success. That's right, you are no closer to your dream. When you blame somebody else, you automatically freeze yourself. To be the best in the world at what you do, the best at what you do, you have to be unbalanced to find every bit of energy and strength that you have to pull it off. Then you get balanced once you become great. You trap yourself in that same reality. But when you can get beyond the point of blaming somebody else, making it somebody else's fault, and you can take responsibility, I'm telling you, that's the first key in being successful. blaming and take full responsibility. Reasons why we like to blame other people. Because when we take full responsibility, guess what? It hurts. If you have the courage, if you got the guts to say, it's my fault, then you also have the courage and the guts to do something about it and bring about change. Become obsessed with being great. It changes everything. Then I have a rich father. Not from, uh, you know, well-educated. I said I tried three times for university. All failed. I applied for Harvard for 10 times. All failed. They don't even want to see me. And I, I think that is a normal life, right? And I, I believe that um, it was so difficult at that time. I was so frustrated. But I believe that something, something is waiting for me there. And I have to work hard to prove myself. So that was the tough experience. Nobody believed that I could be successful because everybody said, well, this guy think differently, think crazily, you know, they think about something that never worked. That is the history. <clears throat> That's the thing. And now after 16 years, we have a lot of, we have an Alibaba group, we have a Tmall group, we have a Taobao group, we have Alipay. And people say, how you make it? Why this make it? Why people cannot find opportunities, you can find opportunities. And I think people, same here today. Jack, where is the opportunity? I don't have a job. I don't have this. I don't have that. And then when you think about this, start to do it. 
and making sure the people working with you together believe the dreams. Whether investors believe it this or not, whether your friends believe it or not, whether your parents believe it or not, that's not important. You believe it, your team believe it, and work day and night on this. That's how the things happen. Don't complain. Let the other people complain. Those people complain, those people who still. And do not always say, well, I don't have. Think about how you can make things different. Use your own brain to think. And believe one thing, this is also another last advice I want to give you. You have to work very hard. Right. Either work for the others or work for yourself. And I choose the way, work my, for myself. But working for myself, that means working for the society. If you really want to work for yourself, think about the others. I never give up. I go my own way, risk my life. So this is why I always tell the, 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 the people, not because one, one things fall down, you just give up. Never give up, never give up. One day you will succeed. When you see the famous people, wow, so successful, you don't know behind the story. How tough they are, what they are. Like people, wow, Jackie, the move is so good. When everybody sleep, I still in the half club, in the mirror, practicing, practicing. And four o'clock, six o'clock, get up yeah. on the set. Yeah. Then you suddenly do something, ah, very beautiful. Oh yeah, go back, train again. Okay, <laughs> that's a sneak head, that's a sneak mouth, yeah. that's sneak tongue. Okay, you create more things. Every day when I on the set, I just do the best I can. Every movie, I I, I risk my life to do, do the things, not for the fans, but for myself, because I have to do the best I can. Then lately, becoming my trademark. Wow, Jackie risked his life. Even even today, I look at the uh, the old film, look at myself. Sometimes really smile. I'm glad. Even I know I get hurt, I broke my ankle, I'm so happy I did it. You might get hurt, or you're learning a piano, you're learning a, a martial art. Learn whenever you can, those years. Like me, I just do. Ten years later, now, forever, the things you learn, or the, the, the success I have, forever. Don't regret when they do it when you were young. Never give up, never give up. One day you will succeed. You have a thousand years to live. When I say you have greatness within you, this is no slogan. This is what I know. You can do more than you are now doing. Most people, only 1% are willing to do the work. thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep for it.
And if you gladly sweat for it and fret for it and plan for it and lose all your terror of the opposition for it, and if you simply go after that thing that you want with all of your capacity, if neither cold, poverty, famish, or cold, sickness or pain of body and brain can keep you away from the thing that you want, you'll get it. See, we can't control the thoughts that come in our minds, but we can control the thoughts that we dwell on. This is my time. I own my life. I have to start thinking I have the ability to do this. And I had the mindset that I'm unstoppable. There is something in you that can transcend your circumstances, that can transcend the no's and rejections, that can transcend anything that you're going through. And so what we have to do is every day distract ourselves from the negative thoughts that's in our mind. I'm going to control my own destiny. I'm going to determine what I want to be, what I want out of life. And I'm willing to do what's required to make it become a reality. We've got to be hungry. People that are hungry are willing to do the things today others won't do. In order to have the things tomorrow others won't have. People that are hungry are disciplined. People that are hungry are focused. People that are hungry are relentless. Most people are just trying to survive. Most people, when they die, they leave liabilities rather than build a legacy. Two hours. That's the barrier that's in front of us. In my heart and in my mind, I feel it's possible. The very few of us leave something that nobody could ever forget, break a record that nobody could ever forget. The more lactate, the more rises in the muscle, the harder you're pushing the muscle. Great moments are born great opportunity. And that's what you have here. ourselves it's the hardest thing to do is not to bullshit ourselves if we don't bullshit ourselves on some level it's too painful to be alive I always always try to figure out what's the difference between good and great good is fit me great is fit now So no matter what you say to me, 
No matter what you say I cannot do, no matter what you say I will not do, I must do. There has to be a new day. Something new has to change. Something new has to be birthed inside of you to say I am a conqueror. There's nothing I can't achieve. I'm telling you, I've been shackled from my feet to my hands, but when I broke out of them, I said, I'm a new creature that you are not ready to deal with. I have to do it. I am king. I live as king. I walk as king. Whatever majority is doing, I'm gonna find myself doing the opposite. I'm pretty certain that I'm also the first recipient of the Nobel Peace Prize who still fights with her younger brothers. I'm also honored to receive this award together with Kailash Satyarthi, who has been a champion for children's rights for a long time. Twice as long, in fact, than I have been alive. I'm proud that we can work together. We can work together and show the world that an Indian and a Pakistani, they can work together and achieve their goals of children's rights. Dear brothers and sisters, I was named after the inspirational Malalai of Maywand, who is the Pashtun John of Arc. The word Malala means grief-stricken, sad. But in order to lend some happiness to it, my grandfather would always call me Malala, the happiest girl in the world. And today, I'm very happy that we are together fighting for an important cause. This award is not just for me. It is for those forgotten children who want education. It is for those frightened children who want peace. It is for those voiceless children who want change. I'm here to stand up for their rights, to raise their voice, it is not time to pity them. It is not time to pity them. It is time to take action. So it becomes the last time. The last time. So it becomes the last time that we see a child deprived of education. I have found that people describe me 
in many different ways. Some people call me the girl who was shot by the Taliban, and some the girl who fought for her rights. As far as I know, I'm just a committed and even stubborn person who wants to see every child getting quality education, who wants to see women having equal rights, and who wants peace in every corner of the world. I'm thinking about two men who are fairly successful, similar background, educated. They worked for a corporation for many years, and they were among many people that were laid off. Two guys who were very good friends. One went out looking for a job for several weeks, along with the other one, and they faced disappointment and rejection again and again and again. They couldn't find any work, which is the story of many people across this country. One guy stopped. He became discouraged. He stopped going. He stayed home looking at television, became very argumentative and toxic with his wife, drinking beer, getting on the phone, talking to his other negative unemployed friends, and he just gave up. The other guy kept looking for a job everywhere he could go. Every time he could get an opportunity, kept asking people, networking, checking the newspapers every day. Kept going everywhere he could, trying to find a job. You have too much education, you're overqualified, you won't be here long enough. He kept going, he kept going. He went to a place and said, look here, I tell you what, if you can't hire me, and I know you can use my talents, abilities, and skills, I don't want to sit home and do nothing. Just, just let me do some volunteer work. You don't have to give me anything, all right? I just want to work, I want to be busy. I said, okay, it's on you now, but don't, don't expect me to give you anything, it's okay. This guy came in and worked. He was the first one there. The last one to leave was the best employee there. About four weeks later, one of the top managers quit. They were looking for a replacement. Guess who they selected? This other guy. This guy who was volunteering his time. He got the job. What was the difference between the two men? Eyesight and mindsight. Eyesight is judging on what you see, judging according to appearances. But mindsight is how you interpret what you see. It's possible that we can create new industries, a new economy. It's possible that I can find a new profession, a new job. It's possible I can create a new life. And it's necessary that I become actively involved in becoming a positive force in my life and on the planet. And it's me, yes, it's you. It's all of us pulling together, working together to create this brand new future. And it's going to be hard. Easy is not an option. But if it's hard, we will do it hard. Whatever is required to snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. And it's worth it, yes. It's worth whatever we have to do. And once we know that, it is done. It is done. It is done. Whatever you want to do, march forth. water into a cup it becomes the cup you put water into a bottle it becomes the bottle you put in the teapot it becomes the teapot now water can flow or it can crash be water my friend
Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And that you could, for example, have the power within one night to dream 75 years of time or any length of time you wanted to have. And you would naturally, as you began on this adventure of dreams, you would fulfill all your wishes. You would have every kind of pleasure you could conceive. And after several nights of 75 years of total pleasure each, you would say, well, that was pretty great. Let's have a dream which isn't under control. Well, something is going to happen to me that I don't know what it's going to be. And uh, you, you would dig that and come out of that and say, wow, that was a, a close shave, wasn't it? And then you would get more and more adventurous and you would make further and further out gambles as to what you would dream. Finally, you would dream where you are now. You would dream the dream of living the life that you are actually living today. That would be within the infinite multiplicity of choices you would have. We're here on chance and we're going to go away. The nature of love is self-abandonment, not clinging to oneself, throwing yourself out. That, that keeps things moving. That's the nature of life. So in this idea then, everybody is fundamentally the ultimate reality. Not God in a politically kingly sense, but God in the sense of being the self, the deep down basic whatever there is. And you're all that, only you're pretending you're not. dream the dream of living the life that you are actually living today. So write down everything you want and be as specific as you can. Write it. I want you to read it every morning before you do anything and read it every night before you go to bed. I don't care how long it takes. If you do this, you are obeying a principle, and that's how you get what you want. When you see transition really start to happen, when you really want to transition to something, master, there's no limits. You know, don't let the world ever put limits on you. You can do anything you want to do, but make sure if you have a vision, make sure the vision is written. You know, make sure you have something to actually chase and not just hoping and wishing. Put your plan together and then work the plan. Don't, don't, don't work somebody else's plan. You have to create your own brand yourself 
and your brain is whatever you feel like doing, whatever your heart is passionate about, chase it. Write down your vision. Write it. You know, let your subconscious mind be the leader of you. You know what I'm saying? Trust it. Because what you think in your subconscious mind is also what you're going to live. Write it. Make it plain so you can see it. So you can visually see where you want to go in your next step. You got to have a plan. Everybody's got a dream. Everybody's got a goal. What's the plan? Your plan has got to be clear, concise, compelling, consistent, and committed. You've got to have a plan. And when you're trying to do something that you're truly passionate about, there is no plan B. You've got to have a plan. I mean, Michael Jordan won six NBA championships with the Chicago Bulls because he was committed to plan A, not plan B. Oprah Winfrey became the queen of all media because she was committed to plan A, not plan B. Barack Obama is sitting in the White House because he was committed to plan I don't regard A. what I do as the most Not important thing in the world B. at all, but it's right for me. I mean, I happen to be wired in a certain way that what I do works. Well, I, I can certainly define happiness because that's what, that's what I am. I get to do what I like to do every single day of the year. I get to do it with people I like. Other than I, I tap dance to work, and it, 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 it doesn't diminish. It, it's, it's tremendous fun. So uh, success is uh, 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 getting what you want, and happiness is wanting what you get. Well, I don't know which one uh, applies in this case, but I, I do know that I, I wouldn't be doing anything else. I, mean, it, uh, I do advise you, you know, when you go out to work, go to, go to work for an organization that you admire, people you admire, because it'll, it'll, it'll turn you on. To make the money they didn't have and didn't need, they risked what they did have and did need. And that's foolish. That is just plain foolish. If you, if you risk something that is important to you for something that is unimportant to you, it just does not make any sense. I don't care whether the odds are 100 to 1 that you succeed or 1,000 to 1 that you succeed. circle of competence is the most important aspect of investing. It's not how important, how, how large your circle is. You don't have to be an expert on everything. But knowing where the perimeter of that circle of what you know and what you don't know is and staying inside of it is all important. gets into behaving in a rational manner and not letting not getting in your own way as i say everybody here has the ability absolutely to do anything i do and, and much beyond and and some of you will and, and some of you won't the ones that won't it'll be because uh, uh you get in your own way it won't because the, the world doesn't allow you to it'll, it'll be because you don't uh, allow yourself to It's not necessary to have 
uh, huge amounts of money in order to enjoy yourself. I enjoyed myself when I was had my $10,000, and I live in the same house that I lived in when I was making it, when I had about that. I bought it 41 years ago. I liked the house then. I like the house now. From getting what you want in life is the bullshit story you tell yourself of why you can't have it. All people care about is how much heart you have. People will respect you for going out there and trying your hardest. It's not how you actually perform that earns you the respect of your peers. It's the fact that you went out and actually did it. That's the difference, not being scared to fail, not having fear of failure, and not having fear of looking stupid. We have this awful fear as human beings, we don't want to look like fools. Sometimes you got to look fool in the name of progress. By drilling it into your head again and again, and again, and again, and again, until your brain just clicks, and all of a sudden, using the unconscious part of your mind, which is infinitely more powerful than your conscious mind. There's no embarrassment in struggle. There's just not. The embarrassment is in quitting. The embarrassment is not trying your hardest. You gotta get honest. Don't blame the boss, don't blame the leads, don't blame your job, don't blame the industry you're in. There's three things that you need to know where you are, where you wanna go, and how you're gonna get there. Those are the three things you must have to take advantage of any opportunity. You can't influence, you can't persuade. Good luck trying to get your business off the ground. When you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to start a business and you're recruiting people, well, you're selling people on your vision for the future, your vision for this company. If you can't do that, good luck trying to get great people to work for you. Part of being a great entrepreneur is having that vision, being able to create the vision and then sell that vision to other people, to get them to want to be inspired, to buy into it, to put in their time, their hard work, their elbow grease to help you achieve your vision. But there's got to be something above your goals. And that's your vision. And that's inspiring to you. When, you. when you truly have a vision for your future that inspires you, you're going to jump up out of bed in the morning and feel great about going at life. Many people have this idea, I want to achieve something great or be somebody great. And they neglect the step that leads to greatness, they don't honor this step at this moment because they have this idea of some future moment where they are going to be great. Put your head down and work with pride on whatever is in front of you. You never know where you might end up. 
Just be aware the next worthy pursuit will probably appear in your periphery. Your life is a, is a journey. You're going, you know you want to go from here to there. Whether you're going to get there, we don't know. Maybe on the way you'll branch out to somewhere else. But at least you have a certain direction. It's good to have some direction in your life. But while you are traveling, if the, the, your destination takes up most of your attention and you're continuously focusing on there, you miss all the journey, really. You can't enjoy the journey anymore. And most of your life is the journey. The arriving is relatively rare. The rest is the journey. And if you can't enjoy the journey, which means the step you're taking at this moment, is really the most important thing because that's ultimately your whole life consists of the step you're taking at this moment there is never anything else our eyes are not viewers they're also projectors that are running a second story over the picture that we see in front of us all the time fear is writing that script That alignment with where you are right now, to be totally where you are and whatever you are doing now, to be total in doing it. But no matter what it is, to be true to life by being true to this moment. Go confidently in the direction of your dreams and live the life that you've imagined. I'm not afraid to fail. I'm not afraid to fall over, make a mistake. That oftentimes cripples people on the onset of getting to, into anything. The first time I ever picked up the DJ decks, it was horrible, horrible now. But I'm not afraid of that. I'm not afraid of that feeling. It actually propels me and works quite the opposite. I can do 18, 22 hours a day easily. I'm a veteran at being able to look at an opportunity and go, is that going to take me further or not? Some people don't have that. You won't. It's something you develop. You know, that's why most times out of ten, any head of a company has been doing it for a long time because they inherently can make a decision in the blink of an eye. But you have to learn that. My breakthrough was actually deciding I wanted to be an actor. The other thing that's important, I think, is to keep your head down. You know, keep your head down. Like, when I swim 25 laps, guaranteed if I look up and start counting those laps, I'm petered out by 15. If I put my head down and keep working away and work at technique, work at internal rhythm, work at, mm, I hit that length, I don't even know what length I'm on, guarantee you I'll look up and it'll be 20 and two more, three more to go. I think people find themselves incrementally checking how far they've gone. And that, you know, when you compare it to anybody else or whatever, it's just a, it's a recipe for disaster. Just keep banging on, you know, that's the most important. 
mountain climbers would probably tell you the same thing. You know, there's no point looking. The difference between climbing 100 feet and climbing 500 feet is a point of view. You won't know you're at the top until you get there, pal. And that's what you need to remember. Just don't look down. It changed my life. It turned my dreams into a reality. It gave me an actual, tangible target to go, oh, actually, I could do this. That was my, that was my biggest breakthrough. Of course, there have been numerous breakthroughs over my career and my life, which I'm all proud of, but none so much as that realisation that I want to be an actor. Know what your target is. Don't guess it. Be as clued up as the next man, because that's... That's, that's your petrol, that's your, 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 your fuel to get you moving. If you don't know where you're going, what your targets are, you're never going to get there, period. Self-esteem is the disposition to experience oneself as competent to cope with the basic challenges of life and as worthy of happiness. Our self-esteem creates a set of implicit expectations of what is possible and appropriate to us. These expectations tend to generate the actions that turn them into realities, and the realities confirm and strengthen the original beliefs. Okay, so let's just say you have low self-esteem. Uh, you don't really feel like you can cope with the challenges of life. You don't really feel like you know, you're appropriate to life. It's like, ah, this is not really for me. I can't really achieve all of this. And it's just this cycle that goes on and on and on and uh, that keeps you just stuck. And this is why it's so important to work on it and raise your self-esteem. Okay, and you can do so by focusing on actions or practices. Okay, basically something you do over and over again, a way of being, and this here will affect your self-esteem. So the first one is the practice of living consciously. Okay, basically having a mind that is active versus passive, that seeks awareness versus simply not bothering, uh, that is responsible toward reality versus that escapes or invades reality. The second is the practice of self-acceptance. Okay, basically to be for yourself and to refuse to be in an adversarial relationship to yourself. The third is the practice of self-responsibility. To feel competent to live and worthy of happiness, I need to experience a sense of control over my existence. Okay, and this means to take 100% responsibility for your life and your well-being. Okay, the fourth practice is the practice of self-assertiveness. That self-assertiveness means honoring your wants, your needs, your values, and seeking the appropriate forms of their expression in reality. And this is a practice. Okay, it's the willingness to stand up for yourself, to be who you are openly, to treat yourself with respect in all human encounter. The fifth practice is the practice of living purposefully. Okay, and this means basically using your powers for the attainment of goals you have selected. Okay, um, to live without a purpose is to live at the mercy of chance. Okay, it's like whatever happens will happen. You know, you're just a drifter. Uh, no, okay, you should be proactive, not reactive. If you don't do something, nothing will happen. What it means is staying true to yourself. Okay, integrity asks that our effort to find the best choice be authentic that we stay conscious, stay connected to our knowledge, call on our best rational clarity, take responsibility for our choice and its consequences, do not seek to escape into the mental fog. It'll be the greatest time you ever live if you control what you focus on, if you find a more empowering meaning, and if you decide to model the actions of those who succeeded before you. It can be the best financial time, the best emotional time, the best spiritual time of your life, but you better take control of your state. And if you think you're gonna do it just by today, you're wrong. You're going to need to get yourself some rituals. I know, I know what his rituals are, because your life comes from your rituals. If you don't develop the ritual, you're kidding yourself.
If you do the right thing at the wrong time, you get pain. So now it's time to train yourself to do that. And what about that are you grateful for? What do you focus on that makes you feel grateful? How's it feel when you're really, truly feeling filled with gratitude? If you wanted to be excited about your life right now, and you're willing to be excited, you're willing to buck everybody else's trend, what could you feel excited about in your life if you wanted to feel excited? What could you get excited about if you really focused on it and you really took it in? And you weren't in a negative place. What could you get excited about if you wanted to be excited in your life? Let's talk about what nobody wants to talk about. Who here has ever failed? Who here has failed miserably at something you wanted to achieve? When you failed, why did you fail? I failed because I didn't have enough money, didn't have the right technology. I had the wrong people. It was the economy, bad economy, not enough time, didn't have enough time. Everything you people have told me, I didn't have the technology, I didn't have the right contacts, I didn't have the time, I didn't have money. Everything you've told me, I didn't have enough Supreme Court justices, those are resources. And so you're telling me I failed because I didn't have the resources, and I'm here to tell you what you already know. Resources are never the problem, it's a lack of resourcefulness is why you failed. Because the ultimate resources are emotional states. If you're creative enough, can you find the answer, yes or no? If you're determined enough, can you find the breakthrough, yes or no? If you're passionate, loving enough, can you get someone to help you, yes or no? If there's no way that you're committed, can you find the money, even if you don't have it, yes or no? So I said creativity, decisiveness, passion, honesty, sincerity, love, these are the ultimate human resources. This isn't the time to quit. This isn't the time to feel bad for yourself and point the finger and play the blame game of who did what to you. This is the time to reinvent yourself. And you have that power. You have that ability that you wake up with every single day to completely reimagine who you are. Will you do it? ask me what's my why I just think about where I came from and where I'm going you see every day is a day to be great every day is a new opportunity for you to rise and find that why in your life why were you sent here why were you born and why are you at the place you are in life you see the odds where it gets me a single dad, no car, no job, and no promising future. But the day I remember waking up, and I said, today is that day. You see, my message is the message of hope. You see, I know that there's people who may have fallen from a prestigious position, may have failed out of school, may have got divorced, may have lost a child. In those situations, is when you must find hope. If you keep trying, you just need to be successful once to get where you need to go. 
to give you the confidence, to give you the faith, to give you the strength to believe in yourself. Every morning when you wake up, look in the mirror, tell yourself, I can make it. I can make it. I can make it. I want to be that still small voice in your head. When you're going through a situation and you don't feel like you can go on, you can make it. I just need you to do one thing for me after you turn this video off. And that's don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your family. Don't give up on your school. Don't give up on your team. We must rise together. A bond of togetherness is the strongest bond in this world. But my why always come back to my son. And I look back at those times every day when I don't feel like getting up at 4 a.m. It pushes me to another level. It pushes me to doing things that I didn't know I could do. It pushes me to be great. And that why in your life will push you to do exactly what you need to do. on the way to your dream. It's not easy. That's why most settle. But you're not like the rest. That's why you're listening to this. And I just wanted to say I'm proud. I wanted to say that because I know most of you may have never have heard that. I wanted to say that not because you need a pat on the back. You're strong enough to succeed without any of that. Just to let you know you are unique. You are a rare breed. A strong individual. Keep doing your thing and don't let anything or anyone stop you from reaching that goal you have. anybody take your mistake and use it against you even if it's a mistake it belongs to you it's yours own it yes I did it throw it back in their face 
And don't let them take your mistake. Your mistake, it's a valuable tool for growth and for life. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. It's better than to do nothing and learn nothing and not evolve. Your mistake is your greatest opportunity. And if somebody's making fun of you because you made a mistake, don't go down because of it. If you say, so what, to their face, if you say, yes, so what, they, they are powerless. They are powerless. Yes, I messed up. Tomorrow it will be another day. Next year will be another year. It is my mistake, not yours. You, you have your own. right now I'm your conscience you're, you're in a fight between will and skill I say will first because that's where you are you locked and loaded with skill you practicing every day you putting in your work you buying everything you making an investment you living your dream you walking like your dream you're surrounding yourself around your dream you got mentors everything you putting your work and you got your skill now it's a test of your will it's a mindset thing you in right now. It's a mindset thing. Because your challenge, your challenge ain't moving. Your mountain is not moving. You don't feel like you're making any progress. You're not physically moving when you see everything else around you and other people around you moving. You're not making progress. You're in the test of your will right now. Because life says it has a little more test for you. It's no different because we messed up, because you fell off the wagon, you've been on alcohol and drugs, and you gave up on life, and you dropped out, or you've been to jail one time, two times, three times, and you really want your dream to happen, and you're putting in your work, and nothing's happening yet. Every transformation always gets worse before it gets better. It's supposed to be that way. When you embark this journey, you must know that it's going to go down before it comes up. But when it comes up, it's going to go so much higher than you've ever been. The action of making progress is progress. The, the push itself, the fight, you get up and swing and miss, that's progress. You get up and you run at, at what you want with everything you got and you miss, that's progress. The effort of making the attempt is progress. It must happen. It can't do anything but move. You can do anything but make progress. You're pushing, and you're pushing, and you're pushing, and you're pushing, and you're doing everything right. You're tired, you're exhausted, and ain't nothing happening yet. That word is what you're waiting for. Yet. Because I promise you, if you keep pushing, if you keep giving me all your effort, it will happen. You have to be equipped mentally to endure this process. Knowing what you're about to go into is step one. Knowing it's an uphill battle, but a winnable one and one that's achievable. And at the end of this race, guys, you're going to be more capable. The first step, guys, is knowing it's a tough road. As soon as you decide to stop looking for answers in other people and miracles somewhere down the yellow brick road and click the heels of your mind and set your affections on things that are above, you could have been free years ago. All
jealousy, all pettiness, all unforgiveness, all strife, all malice, all confusion, all blaming other people for your mistake. You got till midnight to get rid of every poison that's hindering you, every inflexibility that's stopping you from what God is about to pour into your life. Woe be unto you if you go into another year and waste another year with the old mentality while somebody's in the hospital begging God for the opportunity that you have right now. You better step into this moment. So it's more like who you become as a person. It's how you carry yourself. It's how you. It's how when you sit in that restaurant, you look at those people in there and you know that you earned it and you have an appreciation for what you did. That's where the uh, the enjoyment, in my opinion, comes from in life. It's, the, it's, it's knowing it's who you become as a person and it's what you're capable of doing and it's the value that you're capable of offering that really stands out. I don't, recreation is overrated. The, you know, the need to, the, you know, stuff is overrated. Having stuff, having recreation, those kinds of things. It's, it's dramatically overrated. People think they need it, they don't. It's when you wake up, you know, you get to, you, you know, you stumble a fucking bathroom, you're like, uh, you know, you look in the mirror and you're like, uh-huh. You know, you look in the mirror, you're very happy. The way I want you to plan your life and think about your life is get more strategic about what you're doing decade to decade. So here's some things to think about. Number one, your age and energy diminishment. Your energy will diminish. Number two, willpower and risk tolerance. Any of you guys here that are in your 20s, have crazy fucking risk tolerance because you have no kids probably. You can do anything. You can risk anything. It's just all upside. Even the biggest disaster in your early 20s is just a learning experience. Think forward. Also, another big thing, think about what you're good at. Most people have no idea what they're fucking good at. They're clueless of what they do exceptionally well. You're not gonna be good at everything. You're lying to yourself. I think like in life, you have to learn to let go of attachment. Like like life is a lot of like a process where you're, you know, your first couple decades you build up and then the last decades you kind of let go, you know? It's like you, you grow, but you also have to let go of attachment. And even things like pleasure, which sounds weird, right? Like I think like, you know, it's good to live for pleasure, to enjoy the pleasures of life. But even that you have to realize is a transitory experience. It's just another experience, one of many experiences on your journey. But whenever you have some journey, you're gonna have to learn, you're gonna have to change. You're gonna have to learn how to change the way that you view yourself. You're gonna have to change your behavior. You're gonna have to change your discipline. You're gonna have to change your focus. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to transform into something you're not. And then you're gonna have to kill that thing and then transform into some other thing. And then you're gonna have to kill that thing and you're gonna transform into some other fucking thing. Basically, when you have a journey, what, what, is, what the journey is gonna do is it's gonna expose uh, weaknesses in your character. It's gonna expose weaknesses and unfocused and soft aspects in your personality. Things that are weak about you, things that are, you're being a little bitch, things that you're being a pussy, things that you're being a whiny little fuck, things that you're that you're not evolved enough, things that uh, things that are just like fucking lame about yourself, that are not up to par, that are not fucking tight, that are not awesome, that are not fucking, you know what I'm saying, right? That's what the journey does, and it, it exposes the shit out of it. You have to be on top of your shit every minute that goes by. If you're on a life mission. You're going by, it's not happening, you're losing time. But I say that because it's a very sobering slap in the face where you stop lying to yourself and saying, I can be anything. You go, no, evaporate the fantasies, make a clear mission of what you can do, execute on it. The only thing I ever wanted to do was uh, becoming a musician. 
So I moved to Vienna to uh, study music there at the conservatory in Vienna, which is a very highly prestigious conservatory. I was practicing like eight, nine hours a day, literally get up, play guitar, eat, go to sleep, and then repeat the whole thing. Until I woke up one morning and uh, I had this like sharp, burning pain in my left arm. I went to the doctor and they were like, you can never ever play guitar anymore. It's over. Like you shouldn't, you have tendinitis. That was one of the harshest times in my life because my dream has just been taken away from me. Like everything you've ever dreamed of, gone. Uh, you know, I was so unhappy with my life. I had no more purpose, no more vision. I didn't know what, what the hell I'm, I'm gonna end up as. I came from such a dark place with that depression of why I wouldn't know what to do with my life. So I obviously go on Google and Google how to pick up girls. And um, I'm like, wait, you can learn this? And I was so excited about that that I just started taking action. is your life. Don't let it be clubbed into dank submission. Beyond the watch, there are ways out. There is a light somewhere. It may not be much light, but it beats the darkness. Beyond the watch, the gods will offer you chances. Know them. Take them. He can't beat death, but he can beat death in life, sometimes. And the more often you learn to do it, the more light there will be. Your life is your life. Know it while you have it. You are marvelous. The gods wait to delight in you. but nobody loves the process. Everybody wants to be a champion, but nobody's willing to put in the work that it takes to be a champion. Everybody wants to hold up the trophy and say, man, I did it, but nobody's willing to put in the work that it takes to do it. I love the process. I love the thought of working for what I want. You're never supposed to wish for it more than you're willing to work for it. Your expectations never supposed to exceed your effort. But a lot of people, they wish, and they're not willing to work. Life is going to hit you with a certain level of opposition. And it's going to test your will, and it's going to test your heart. And life is going to say to you, you said you wanted it, now let's see how bad you really want it. The quality of your life is the quality of your muscle. Let me explain what I mean by that. The quality of your life is the quality of your muscle. No, I'm not talking about your biceps, your triceps, or your pecs. I'm talking about your emotional muscle, your spiritual muscle. Life is no different than the gym. 
If you want physical muscle, you must go to the gym. You must push yourself so your muscles can expand and grow. If you want to maintain that growth and continue getting stronger, you must train your muscles with consistency. You must be committed to push yourself, and over time you will gain strength. One day, you look in the mirror and won't recognize the person you see staring back at you. Life is no different. If you want emotional muscle, happiness, peace, joy, you must work on that every single day. Read books, practice gratitude, feed your mind with positive vibes every day. Do the things happy people do. Do the things successful people do. Think about it. The more you put your attention and intention on happiness, the more you practice it, the more you read about it and how it is achieved, the more you do things that make you happy, the happier you will be. The more you read and practice self-development, the more you will develop. That's how the world works. If you want financial muscle, you must commit to working out your financial muscles. You do this by learning more every day, learning from the best. You do this by making a commitment, a commitment title, no matter what. If you want spiritual muscle, make spiritual growth a priority. Practice it every day and grow your strength in that area every day. Just when you feel like it, but as a lifestyle. If you don't feed your mind with positivity, you might come to think life has something against you. The world is conspiring against you. Rather than the truth that is, life is giving you challenges to make you stronger. Rather than the truth that is, the world is conspiring in your favor. The truth that happiness is not for the lucky. Happy people also face challenges. They just deal with them differently because they work their happy muscle. Don't listen to the naysayers. Because there's always people out there that will tell you that you will not be able to do that, forget it. It's a stupid dream that you have or a, a crazy vision and those. Don't listen to the naysayers. The number one thing is you have to have a very clear vision, a very clear goal of where you want to go. And the key thing is that we know where we're going and that you're very passionate about that. And that you see it always in front of you, the goal. And the other thing that's important is, is that you got to shoot for the top. You got to go and really have big goals and think big because then you're going to get big then you're going to go and achieve big things that is the most important thing you know we don't achieve big things by accident so shoot for the top shoot for the sky the other thing is is that you get to work your butt off um, if you think that you're going to go and accomplish something really special and be the best in anything in the world and you think you can do it without working you make a big mistake because no matter what I did, if it was in bodybuilding or in acting or if it is in, in, in the political arena, uh, it always took a lot, a lot of work. And you got to put out and you got to, you know, something like a lot of sacrifices notice. If you're not willing to work hard, forget about it. So this is another rule that is uh, very important. Um, I think another one is, is not, don't be afraid to fail. Uh, because if you're afraid to fail, then you're always holding yourself back because you're afraid that if you go all out, you may fail. Well, in weightlifting, we learned that very quickly. The only way you could break a record is if you're willing to fail. That's when you put on more weight, you try it. Sometimes you maybe don't, you would not be able to lift it, uh, which has happened to me many times. But eventually, when you train hard enough, you will lift it. So don't be afraid to fail. The truth is very concise. The words are very few. But people don't want to hear the truth because the truth hurts. But you grow from pain.
You really, you really do. You can't know how to deal with success. You can't know how to deal with failures. You can't know how to deal with the bumps in the road that if you haven't had a taste of everything. We all have next level ability. There's not other people that aren't holding you back. Your boss isn't holding you back. Your parents aren't holding you back. Those are excuses. To me, there's no such thing as luck, okay? All luck is preparation meeting opportunity. Plain and simple. You have to be ready, prepared for that situation. If you're an employee of this company and the boss puts you into a pressure situation, that's a privilege. He believes in you. You better deliver. Because if you don't, that situation goes to somebody else. And you may never get that opportunity again. Everything matters. If you take any situation and just take the word only and take the word just out of it, it changes the whole phrase. It's just a game. It's a game. It's only a job. The body has limitations. The mind does not. We focus so much on what goes on from the neck down that we forget it all starts from here. Everything starts from there. If you're not mentally ready, you're never really physically prepared. And that's where the preparation starts. I firmly believe that everybody in this room, everybody on this planet has a gift. It's your job to figure out what that gift is. Then it becomes your job to decide whether you're going to act on that or not. Everyone sees the work that you put in, but it's what you don't see is going to determine how far you're going to get. I, I, I hear stuff all the time. People say, oh, look in the mirror and you'll see why you're not succeeding. I don't believe that. Okay? It's what you don't see in the mirror. That's what's holding you back. It's what you're not willing to see is why talent is not enough. And when you, when you finally see it and accept it and decide to work on it, then you can take that next level. Anyone here going through adversity, going through something bad, how do you know it's bad? That question is huge. How do you know? And then reflect on how ignorant you are. You know, because what is really like a life crisis? It's when things don't go according to your plan. How do you know what's best for you? And really reflect on how little you know about the world, the universe, about, like we know nothing. We're so stupid. So stupid. You have no idea, and we're so quick to judge shit. As soon as something's like, oh, it's not going according to plan, fuck, why is this happening? Stop judging it. How do you know? And then reflect back on all those things you thought were bad for you, and how maybe in the long run they weren't. You don't know what's good for you or not. Stop judging it. And as soon as you stop judging it, shit gets way easier. Because that's 
what holds us back. It's like we think it's bad for us, and then we resist it, and there's all the negative, like, why is this happening? The self-hate. If you're just like, fuck yeah, adversity. You don't know what's good for you or not. Stop judging. You're on this ride that is life. Like, you're already on the fucking ride. Your seatbelt's fucking strapped in. You can resist it and judge every up and down, or just go with the flow. You're here till you die. Go with the flow of shit. You don't know what's good or not. Why not just embrace it all and just view it as contrast? You know, as you were asking with different emotions, that's what makes life interesting. It's the ups and downs. If things were going well the entire time, how boring would that be? You can think you know more than the universe or the universe has your back. Now, fuck should I know if the universe has my back? But guess what? Life's a lot easier if you adopt that belief. And that's really how I view it. It's like, here's a new flavor. Here's a new face. Um, you could even view your life like a fucking movie. It's like, here's the next scene. You've exhausted that scene. You've reached that point where it's like, there's nothing to learn from that scene anymore. You won't expand from that phase of life. So here's something new. And it's always extremely uncomfortable because you're kind of shoved into the unknown. It's out of your comfort zone. Again, if you won't expand, life will help you expand. And if you go with the flow, shit's way easier. Find the excitement that you are back to ground zero, but in a new area. So here you are in this new phase and you can resist trying to go back or let's see what up. You can actually increase your productivity by 50% by simply starting and completing your most important task first thing every day. So if you can do those three things, start with a list, organize the list by priority, and then start on and complete your most important task, you can double and triple your productivity. Most people never pick up the phone and call, most people never ask, and that's what separates sometimes the people that do things from the people that just dream about them. If you're afraid of failing, uh, you won't get very far. So you can learn anything you need to learn to achieve any goal you can set for yourself. All success skills are learnable. All business skills are learnable. All money-making skills are learnable. Everyone who is good at them today was at one time terrible at them. Exercise your willpower to change direction, set some higher goals, reach for some higher purpose, go for something beyond what you thought you could do, face all your fears, that's how you conquer them, say here's what I'm afraid of, I wonder what I could do to change that. Pick a new destination and start going that way. Now you can change one little degree at a time, or if you want to, you can revolutionize the whole thing. Who says you couldn't revolutionize the whole thing in a week's time and start a brand new direction that will most assuredly help you arrive in a brand new place a year from now, three years from now? No telling five years from now where you could arrive. Use your willpower to start the process. Anybody can change. You don't have to repeat last year. Clean up the errors. Invest it now in the next year. Watch it make the difference. 
I want you to know when you dream your dream that there are other people who are dreaming the exact same dream. When you said to yourself, when the ball comes out, this is what I want to accomplish, you're not the only person that wants to accomplish it. And now I ask you this question, what do you do when a thousand other people want exactly what you want? What do you do when you're not the only one that wants to make a million dollars in your company? You're not the only one that wants to be a CEO. What if you're not the only one that wants what you want? What if there are thousands of other people who want what you want? You have to outwork them. You got to outgrind them. You got to get up earlier. You got to stay up later. You've got to execute and you've got to go from 70 to 120. So I wish I could tell you 70% is enough. But it's not going to happen. So I need you to understand something. You can have it if you want it. But the bigger the dream, the harder the grind. We're taught in football to fight from the first whistle to the last whistle. It doesn't matter how tired you are. It doesn't matter how much pain you're in. And it doesn't matter what that scoreboard says. You give it everything you got. And I know I've been through a lot in my life. Things that most people would give up going through. But as long as I have breath in my lungs, I'm gonna fight for the life I deserve. For the life that my family deserves. And I challenge you, whatever you're going through, it doesn't matter what you're going through, to leave it all out on the field, to fight for four quarters. Because as long as there's time left on that clock, you're still in the game. So never give up. If you want to live extraordinary, you must do extraordinary. But you must demand it. If you wish it, you must demand it of yourself. We all have problems. What I'm trying to tell you is this, though. Don't be consumed with them. Problems are a part of life. But guess what? They're not life. Inside of every single problem that might be causing you to worry and creating stress for you is a gorgeous opportunity to build an even better business or build an even better life or install a better belief. So the secret to real happiness is progress. Progress equals happiness. And if we can make progress on a regular basis, we feel alive. So if you want to make real progress, then you really got to look at your life in a different way. You got to say, I got to take control of this process and not just hope it's going to work out. You got to keep picking yourself up and reaching for it. You can get through this. You will get through this. You must get through it. You are going to get through this. You need to get outside your comfort zone. It's not about taking risks, it's about getting outside your comfort zone. When did you define yourself? I mean, really, how many years ago did you come up with what you could and couldn't do in your life? How many years ago? So often in our lives, we've adapted to be a certain way so that we don't fail or so that people will like us or respect us, but it's not necessarily who we are. Because that's going to happen. All that matters is that you got to get up. 
can't turn back the clock, right? The only thing you can do is learn from it, but hopefully you'll never make the mistake again. If anybody who's on the uh, downside of advantage and relying purely on courage, it's possible. It's possible. Think of the three biggest discouragers in your life. They're not your biggest discouragers. You are. Thank you very much for listening. Growing Your Life Motivation Mixtape was created, developed and produced by CJ Glickman. This was a Glickman Digital Media production. All rights reserved.